It's a pick me up Monday on Radio Veritas 576 AM. The time has gone exactly five minutes after five. And it is changing gear with myself, Father Brian. We're moving on right straight into our health and wellness segment. And I'm joined on the line by our resident GP, Dr. Lona Maputuma. Dr. Lona, how are you? You just picked me up, eh? <laughs> oh, that's my favorite song. You just picked me up, Father. That's the whole point. That, that's the whole point, Dr. Lona. Eh? We're taking you home on a, on a Monday, on a Monday afternoon. Ooh, eh? At the, the end, Mamela, at the end of the, of the, of the year, on the last Monday of the month, eh? we're taking you home and we're picking you up. Eh? I agree, agree. After weekends, people come with heartbreaks. People come with but dump your car, what's up? What's up, brother? <laughs> right now, husbands are facing, uh, especially where I am, uh. our husbands are faced with having to buy clothes for Christmas. Wabona. <laughs> <laughs> the debit orders, they are getting out tomorrow. You know, and, some, and you just feel it's, you, 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 you are in a bad space. You are in a bad space. And, Ooh, you, know, you just picked me up. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, my sister. <laughs> what are we talking about this afternoon? We're talking about your mental issues. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's all about. I mean, there, there isn't anybody who can walk on earth and really tell us that this mental health doesn't apply to them. Mm. Me and you and whoever is out there in their car, in their homes, in their chapels, mm. everywhere, we all have our own mental issues. The reason I'm saying that, Father, is the reason is I felt today. Let's talk about it in the light of. You know, in those difficult news or diagnosis or where, you know, where, where you don't think your mental issues not here like a police, you know? Uh, you mm. know, when people think mental issues, they think it's somebody who are half or somebody who could have bricks and stones or yeah. somebody who's going through a deep depression. Mm. But let me give you a typical scenario. Yeah. This is my past piece. This is today. Mm. Morning until now, but I'll only give you half the first four hours of the day. So a breast cancer patient, not here because she's in pain, that is because the news have just been broken and you realize our cancer means death one, one way or another. Mm. Okay? Bereavement. Mm. Losing a friend, a family member, and um, having to deal with those news where you've just lost somebody else. Mm. And they're dead. They yes. are not to be seen again. Yes. How do you spend the next seven nights? Uh, how, do you, how does your brain process that? That is mental issue. A stroke. I'm going through a family member who's going through a stroke. Yes. Um, very, very uh, a vibrant somebody. Yes. And now you realize, oh, I'm being reduced to a wheelchair, yes. be it for a month, be yes. it for two months. Yes. Business has stopped. Uh, how is my wife coping? Uh, will I even recover from the stroke? Mm. That goes through the mind. I mean, another case today, just today, uh, I was dealing with an assault. Person, person who was in a, a mistaken identity of police brutality. Yeah. The problem with him walking in was not the pain. But the problem is, doctor, I'm not able to sleep because I'm scared the same thing would happen again. Or my mind plays through all that brutality that I was subjected to. It's mm. playing in my mind. Yes. Those are simple cases that me and you take for granted. I'm, I'm the final one. An STI. A lady walks in, um, an, an STI. And the issue is not because I've got a discharge, I've got, I've got something that's paining. The yes. issue is this STI means 
I'm sleeping with a, a cheating husband. Oh, no. Now, that is not just about giving an injection for that STI. You have to deal with the psychological part of it. Mm. Mental health, guys, I don't know why people underrate it, <sighs> why people think it should be left for, 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 for certain cases. Every single day, me and you, Father, we are mental cases. Hey, hey, hey. It's just that we just have different levels of being afflicted by this uh, condition of mental health. But also, it's because we also know where to go. Mm. We also know where to go when we go through that. Now, the second for this is I want to stress to, to people the importance of, um, of, of, well, the fact is we all will have our own fashion. Yes. We all have issues in life, yes. whether we moneyed or not moneyed, whether yes. we, we've got big bags or whatever, yes. there will always be incidents that are happening in life. Indeed. The difference with this incident is there are some that are major, there are some that are minor. Mm. Now, the minor ones that me and you are having, yes. you know, should not find that me and you have bottled the bigger ones. Indeed, indeed. So the bigger ones are the ones that I'm urging everybody to get off their chair, yeah. go see a psychologist. So my, post, my, my, my story today is psychologists are very important. Mm. But Psychotherapy the, the, and sitting down with somebody is very important. But the, because what we do is, mm. when we have major incidents or life trauma, yeah. it actually ends up being a big block in your brain. But Dr. Lona, the argument then is people say, hey, now we can't afford psychologists, you know. So, yes, we would like to go and see psychologists, but guess what? Not all of us uh, have the luxury of even knowing a psychologist. So I've what would... in many, many government hospitals, every government hospital is equipped. If they cannot give you the best as a psychologist, okay. they also have a social worker. Okay, okay. A, a social worker can handle some of those things. I mean, you could be with your husband, father, yes, yes, if it was yes. a major, if it's a woman, yes. so people should not see that psychotherapy really. You know, hospitals, government hospitals are equipped with even very expensive services of occupational therapy. Mm -hmm. Those things, if you are to see them in private, are very expensive. But you go to a hospital, they always have those services available. So, doc, what I hear you say this afternoon is, if you are going through this mental, mental problem and you've got a mental challenge, which most of us have, do not suffer in silence there is help out there and especially particularly now at this time of the year when we are rounding up dr lona you know people are under a lot of pressure people are already thinking of fees next year people are already thinking of their bonds that they've defaulted people mm -hmm. are thinking uh we we making the joke of people being now being dumped and people people being rejected by their partners uh -huh. or people people are told that they are being retrenched at work there's restructuring there's so many things that's happening at this time of the year and people find themselves between a, a rock and a hard place. And what I hear you say this afternoon, Doc Lona, is you're saying there is help out there. Do not suffer in silence. Psychotherapy is for offloading, Father. Do not suffer in silence mm. because there, is, there are professionals where you can offload. Let me make it clear now. When we talk about offloading, mm. I'm not talking about that noise. You know, sometime, some, some time ago, I was, I think five or six years ago, I was giving a talk to some group of um, um, the, uh, Catholic women somewhere. Yes. And when I spoke about the fact that um, we need to talk about what's going on in our life, it was taken in a negative light where women talk to somebody who say, ah, now nah, I talk, my husband angers me, I shout and I talk because I take it off my, my heart. No, I'm not talking about going to your neighbor or your friend who's going to mislead you. We're talking about where you are going to get professional feedback. Mm. Professional feedback. Somebody who can make you see the light at the end of that tunnel. And somebody... Let me, let me say, a, a, a depressed brain yes. is very dark. 
It is very dark. You cannot see any. That's why when when we we're doing even what they do educational psychology, yes. if a child is being molested at home or whatever, what do we do? We give them a pencil and a pen and coloring to to color. We look at that. Where the a child continuously shows a happy family, daddy and mommy holding hands, where there's a sun is shining, where there's bright colors used. The brain is already telling us it's a happy brain. Okay. If the child uses darkness and it's black, everything is gray and everything, then we know it is a depressed brain. Mm. It is as totally simple as that. Mm. When you're depressed, there's darkness. You cannot see. You cannot even feel you. You cannot even feel your arm in that darkness. Mm. Now, Doc, that, that you were talking at an individual level. Now, that is if it's me who's, uh, who's afflicted and who's finding myself in that, then I can take those steps. But then I also live with other people. I've got brothers, I've got sisters, we've got children, we've got spouses and partners. And some of our spouses and our partners just love complaining. They like to be the special one in the family. But in Nakinali depression, and they even parade it. Ne? Uri, please, because of this, treat me special. Ne? I'm entitled to special treatment. You've gone right to the point. I love those women. Mm. I love those women. Mm. What mm. do is making their life even worse. Mm. I used to, in my early years when I was young, I remember I'm older now. Yeah. In my very young years, when I was a daughter starting out, I had this patient who used to walk in. This woman was deeply depressed, father. Like deeply depressed. On what? Guess what? Their husband was forever there for all consultations, there to collect medication. She'll have a headache today, she'll have a backache today, we'll give her injections to make her sleep or whatever. But she enjoyed being in the depression. Exactly. To her, the husband gave her more attention compared to the mistress because she wanted to keep the husband at home. <laughs> and secondly, she felt by looking or by looking depressed or whatever, you're inflicting guilt on the other person. Mm. Guess what? Mm. That second person doesn't even care. Indeed, indeed. It doesn't indeed, even care. But indeed, a lot of women use that. Indeed. It's a mind, it is so depressing. Well, depressing to me as a doctor to see, come on, ladies, you're wasting your I time. Know, this know. person is just here as a, 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 as, as a partner. But the truth is, you carry this label, or I'm depressed at hey. home, or wherever. You know, people work with this label on their forehead. But one didn't ask his action, but one didn't ask my father. My father is an orphan. You understand? True. Hey, understand him, understand him. And you so you find is a continuously depressed person so let's be careful come yes, on you find a 45 year old say i'm an orphan and you, <laughs> and you wonder and they say no nah, i don't have a father and a mother i'm an orphan father and but but i would like us to come to those because those are the people that we live around so, and we work around those kind of people who in a way and i want to use this metaphor that they are stuck in this place and sometimes we too get stuck how then can we start moving them out of that how can can we move them out of out of that position where they identify with their role of being a patient and where they are so disempowered can we move them out of that Definitely, definitely. Obviously, you know, sometimes when I see those people, I see them being brought in probably like a, an external person. You know, more like your, your daughter brings you in. Yes. You know, sometimes it's, it's more of your second generation or second generation where people are not too close to you to shelter you. Yes. To be honest with you and say, ah, hey, you need to get out of this depression. Mm. Because those who are close to you are very, very protective and they sometimes they also try to tread very carefully because people like this, hey, they're best like nothing. 
They're just like nothing. They're like forever exposed. Indeed. So when you tell them the truth, they don't want to hear the truth. Mm. So some, so I usually see that an extra person will come, like a, a friend, um, a colleague. They will bring them in, and you will you'll, you'll take them to a psychologist. And it again, it is it depends on them if they want to get out of it. I've seen some who have been given psychotherapy, but they will always go back, go back and bust in that depression. They enjoy it because it is the only way that we call them codependent, Father. Mm. Do you they think are codependent because it is the only way in that moment when everything stops and everybody's looking at them, yes. everybody's giving them attention, everybody's giving them um, psychotherapy, everybody is, is forever very careful around them, then they are on the stage. That is what they do. But, Doc, do you think there is power in being a victim? A very manipulative power. <laughs> Manipulative one, which does you nothing at the end, unfortunately. Mm. Because I, le, le, um, um, this is a personal story where somebody told me um, of a story of a mother, and she said the mother constantly going through a divorce and wanted to do the same thing constantly. Windows closed, I mean, tying every day when you come back from home, you're sleeping, waking up the next day. And then the only way she got up was when the husband walked in and said, oh, You lady, the way you're behaving. I will enjoy seeing you walk out of this room in a, in, a, in a casket. Now, imagine that. The same person you want to, to, to weather sensitize, the same person you want attention from is actually telling you the route you're taking is a negative route. And you die and you walk out of here, I will definitely replace you with the, this new mistress that you're trying to struggle with. <laughs> and and you what know- comes out of that? To realize, if you say, the lady actually woke up and realized, ah, but this person, I'm not even doing anything good. I'm actually going, the person cannot wait for me to die. Now, the best thing to do is, let me show him that I'll, I'll rise up and get up. Mm, wow. We need to be told. And people need to be honest. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I mean, the same thing you said. I was, it was like you were there. I was, we were having a family event last, on a weekend, and my, and my aunt was telling fifty that day, and my, 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 my uncle, who is a big professor somewhere, is a kind of psychological professor, came on and spoke about that, yes. because my aunt is the same. And she said, my, this, the aunt never looked back and said, I'm not often. And when people keep on, and you know, you give an example. Yes. A cow, you slaughter it now. Mm. It doesn't look, I mean, I mean it doesn't, the, the next one doesn't say, but they just killed my mommy, I cannot go on his life. It's graceless, <laughs> father. It continues grazing. You know, yeah. that's what he said. Yeah. So it is the same thing as that. Why are human beings so, so enjoying to hang on to stuff? It is because sometimes we feed them too much. So, but life goes on, hey. I mean, no matter what cloud that, uh, or what storms we go through, no matter what sun scorches us and roasts us, I think life still goes on, hey. Life still goes on, and mm. really there are so many, and then life is full of such stories. Mm. There are so many stories that we see. I mean, I don't know, I'm not a, a person who watches well, American Idol, well, American Idol, but I stumbled into, I think it was uh, Britain's Got Talent or something like that, where yes. I just saw this girl who was involved in a, in a, in a plane crash. She's mm. got scars from top to bottom, the only one who survived in the plane crash, but she's risen above it, and now she could be one of the winners. Mm. And she sat down and said, number one, I'm money for the ones that the friends that have died, died with me on the plane. Secondly, I'm not beautiful. Thirdly, um, I'm forever getting injections and being on pain tablets. Where would she be five years later?
So we what... have talents and things that we are really blocking with our negativity when it comes to rising out of a depression. So, Doc, what I hear you say today on a Pick Me Up Monday is you are not your mistakes, you are not your past, you are not your shortcomings, you are much more than that. And the worst thing that we could do is dwell in those mistakes in the past and in those failures that we've, we've, we've undergone through. And in the flat, Father, there was a song in our young days, in the very young days, it used to be, Baby, I think they used to say, a uh, big lady. I don't remember who was singing that. Mm-hmm. You know, where we're talking about people who are just forever carrying this baggage. Mm-hmm. Come on. Somebody else somewhere has seen even worse than what you've seen. Wow. There's wow. only somebody who has seen worse than what you've seen. So get, get out of that platter. Clean that brain. Clean that heart. Open windows. Get some fresh air. Bring color into your life. You know? Stop tying things. Because the problem with that is, Father, when you carry baggage like that, hmm. I mean, when you are blessed, Father, I don't mother-in-law, father-in-law, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> For those of us who are going into poorly in mother-in-law, my father-in-law, simple issues, a noted child somewhere hmm. at school. Hmm. This child, by just hearing today, or doctor, uh, Penny was very naughty at school. Mm. For me, it brings up everything in the past, and then I, I can know. never even deal with the issue of this child right now. I know, I know. I have to go through archives to take them out and <laughs> say, this is happening, but why are you doing this when I've gone through this in life? Mm. Come on. Unhappy people, Doc, make other people unhappy. These are the people who are making li- my life and yours difficult. It's sad. It's very sad. But Doc, yeah. thank you very much. It was October was Mental Mental Health Month, and it was also uh, Cancer Awareness Month. And uh, clearly, we've really learned a lot from you from uh, from this Mental Health Month. And I hope some of us will be working properly with our with our little issues neatly tucked away. <laughs> But I've seen them see, I've seen them do it. This is what I love. Let's lose up. This is what I love. Mm-hmm. I have a psychologist who comes every Saturday. I've seen them come in on a wheelchair, cricket, <laughs> uh, in a gloomy face. 60 minutes later, 60 minutes later when they walk out, you're seeing a new person. Wow. And some of them sing praises and they say, but why did I waste so much time without really seeking advice in a proper place? Mm-hmm. Because there is advice there. And me and you cannot see it when we're depressed today. But there's people who can see it non-judgmental, unbiased. You know, the biggest mistake, I always tell these people, the biggest mistake is you guys, you're, again, you're still blessed, Father. You're not married. The biggest mistake is when people are going through issues and marriage or whatever, they, who do they, run, do, they, do they run to? They run to their mothers and fathers. You complain about your husband. You complain about your wife to them. And when two, the two of you need to make up, where is everybody else? Hey, hey, hey. Talk long. Thank you. Baby. Where is everybody else? <laughs> and then me and you, like, if, if you're my husband and you're my lover, if I look straight into your eyes, I can tell when you're telling the truth. But really, will my mother find out the truth, really? Never. And will she be forgiving? Never. And anyway, she's carrying her own budget with her previous marriage. Will ah, she advise ah, me properly? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Doc, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure having you. And you've really picked us up on a Pick Me Up Monday. Thank you very much. Have a blessed week. And uh, continue praying for us. And we shall keep you in our prayers. Oh, please do that. Thank you very much, Father. That was Dr. Have a L- lovely night. That Bye-bye. was Dr. Lona Maputuma, who is our resident GP, telling us about mental wellness, mental health, and how to stay positive as we round up the year. She's saying to us, we are more than our mistakes. We are more than our failures. And we are more than our past. It brings us to exactly. 23 minutes after 5 and if you've just tuned in where have you been say our shinja and it's about time to go home do not touch that dial